Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number 248, 248, my friend. That's right. But also it's episode number one of 2017. That's right. That is right. Happy New Year, sass bastards. Happy New Year to you. And thanks for coming back yet again for the 248th time. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know uh, what your New Year's party was like. I just kind of chilled and had some some stuff I had to take care of, you know, and uh, so I didn't get to do as much of uh, what you did, you drunk bastard, uh, as everybody else did. But, uh, you know, it was okay. But I'll tell you this, my friends. I'm still thinking about Christmas, you know, and what happened during Christmas. You know, everybody indulges themselves in 2017. You know, when the, not, when the year switches over, you get drunk, you eat some crap, you do this, you do that. And I got to be honest with you. Um, from what I've seen, I know myself well enough to know that sometimes I like to do things and not have people know about it. <laughs> right? You know, it's like, because I thought about it. It's like, you know, if there was social media 20 years ago when I was in my 20s. Oh, man, I would have gone viral so many times with some of the crap I'm doing. Here's a guy getting it on with his girlfriend in the back of a truck on I-95. You know, I mean, not that I've done that. I'm just saying that that that's the kind of thing that other people that are not me have done. (laughs) Don't judge me. Shut up. But what I'm saying is that... uh, you know, sometimes you just want to have something to yourself, man. You know, like I said, I'm I'm on social media and all of this kind of crap. And I have all these websites and all of that garbage and all of that crap. And I put out some stuff and, and I talk about embarrassing stuff. But it's different talking about embarrassing stuff on your podcast and someone actually seeing the crap that you did. Or having people real who know you talk about the crap that you did. Because you don't know if I'm lying. You don't know if I'm embellishing for comedic purposes. Just like that thing about the, on, the night I banging a, a girlfriend on the, uh, in the back of a flatbed truck on I-95 that's a dirty lie that was a joke no matter what people will say in the future <clears throat> anyway <laughs> anyway <clears throat> so what I'm saying is you gotta have something for you gotta we, we got in 2017 can we just like keep some stuff to ourselves I don't want to know everything about everybody just just keep something to yourself everybody knows what it's like when you want to have something to yourself right you've done it before where you you just want to have a little special something. It doesn't even have to be any something big. It could be like a sandwich that you want, right? You know, you, I really would like to have a sandwich uh, from the blah, blah, blah shop. And you don't really go to the blah, blah, blah shop that often. But this time you're going to treat yourself, damn it. You go and get that sandwich and you want to sit down and you want to sit down and you want to get that movie you like that you, you bought but you didn't get a chance to watch you know and you want to say hey, I'll watch that movie I like it's a movie I've been wanting to see anyway plus this great sandwich I've been thinking about for the past four months and then I'll you know what I'm going to do since I got this I'm going to go get this sandwich and I got this movie I'm going to have the movie and a sandwich and I'm going to get that expensive beer that I usually only drink on New Year's Eve or only drink on birthdays there's nobody here my wife's out of town and we don't have any kids yet and it's just me this movie I wanted to see the 
she won't wouldn't want to see because it's too damn violent, which is the point of buying the crap in the first place. Plus this sandwich, she damn sure wouldn't want me to eat. And this beer that she would go, what are you drinking that crap for? I'm going to drink that beer. So this is what, this is what the night's going to be. Me, that movie where the people blow each other up and I don't even remember the title. I think the title is Dudes Killing Each Other's Asses. I don't know, but that's what's going to happen in the movie. Plus the sandwich, plus the beer. Oh yeah, wait a second. That's not all I'm going to do. That's not all I'm going to do. I'm not done yet. I like chocolate cake. I love chocolate cake. My wife says I'm on a diet. Well, guess what? She ain't here. So now I'm going to get that movie I wanted to see where the people whoop each other's asses for the whole movie. Where In fact, the people that were making the movies whooped each other's ass while making the movie. But that was in tabloids and that's not important. The movie is about people whooping each other's asses. The damn sandwich I'm not supposed to have. The beer I'm not supposed to have. And the chocolate cake I'm not supposed to have. Damn it. I'm having it. And what is cake without ice cream, right? What is cake without ice cream? Damn it. I'm going to have the movie where the people whoop each other's asses i'm gonna have the sandwich i'm not supposed to have i'm gonna have the beer i'm not supposed to drink i'm gonna have the cake i'm not supposed to have and i'm gonna put on top of that cake some ice cream i'm damn sure not supposed to have and it's gonna be a wonderful night and i'm not done there damn it i'm turning off my cell phone i'm turning off my home phone and you know what i'm gonna do just to make sure nobody comes and knocks on the door just to say hello i'm parking seven blocks away and then i'm gonna go home people are gonna see that my cars aren't not there i'm gonna have the lights out i'm gonna watch the tv through headphones so no one can hear the tv i'm gonna pull the shades down and it's all about me damn it it's all about me oh damn yeah and that may seem like an exaggeration but let's be honest you've done it before don't act like you haven't had a meal you really wanted to have and you prepared yourself for that meal in a way that other people might think is stupid Right? Now, granted, the scenario that I just set out was definitely not me. It was someone else, just like the person who who was getting it on with his girlfriend in the, back, in the flatbed of a truck in I-95. That was not me. And also this whole thing with the drink, the, the, the movie, the sandwich, the ice cream, the cake, and that, all, that was also definitely not me, no matter what happens in the future if someone who's a friend of mine confirms that all of that was me. That, that Whoever that person is who is listening to this podcast, and I'll kick your ass if you open your mouth, even though none of that was me. <laughs> Don't judge me. Shut up. But I had a friend who was almost as embarrassing with some stuff, man. You know, now granted, me personally, like I said, none of that was me. That was a hypothetical person. <laughs> but I had a friend who loved pasta. Wasn't supposed to eat it, but loved it. Was not supposed to put it in his mouth, but loved it. Loved it, loved it. So when he, he 99% of the time, he stayed away from it. But there were times, times when he was going to have his damn pasta. And I shouldn't have said 99% of the time. I should have said 70. Because <laughs> sometimes he ate it. But it was enough to just eat a little bit of pasta. When he ate pasta, he really ate pasta. When he ate pasta, he shuffled it down. When he ate pasta, his body was 74% pasta. Yeah, I said it. So what did he have? We called them pasta pants. He had a certain pair of pants, and this is no joke, where he would literally put those pants on in preparation of the amount of pasta he was going to eat. He would get one of those big things, those big tins of pasta that if you stuck your hands out from your shoulder out and extended your hands horizontally, well, the pot would take up that amount of space and the pot was deep and he would shovel pasta in his face, in his house by himself, 
and we would go over there. Hey, man, what's going on? Hey, guys, come in. Uh, like there's a key underneath. You know where the key is? It's underneath the flower pot. They let stuff in. You all right in there? Yeah, all right. Oh my god, he might be sick. Let's get in there. And you see his punk ass sitting in a chair in his lazy boy chair, laid back, looking like he just took two shots of heroin. And he's laying there, and his stomach is a little ex- dis- extended, and he's got his hands on his stomach, and he's got a smile on his face, and he's <laughs> like he's high. And we think, oh man, are you high? And then we see the empty pasta tin, the size of a mattress on the floor we're going oh and we look at him he's got his pasta pants on yeah pasta pants we've all done those things to prepare ourselves for meals and stuff like that that we just want to have to ourselves i have even done it and i know what you're thinking well in the middle in the beginning of this segment obviously it was you that was had his girlfriend banging the crap out of him in in a flatbed truck on i-95 you can't prove it. And you're the one that had that stupid meal with the with the cried with the movie with people whooping each other's ass, the sandwich, the drink, and the coke cake and the ice cream. Ha <laughs> You can't prove that either. But this actually is me. Because <laughs> I'm willing to admit to this. But but when I said just now that I'm willing to admit to this, I'm not admitting that I did the other stuff. I'm just admitting to this part. <laughs> Don't judge me. Shut up. But there was an ice cream sandwich that I liked that was a long way away from my house. It was a really great ice cream sandwich. It's kind of ice cream sandwich with a chocolate chip cookie on the top, chocolate chip cookie on the, on the bottom, and a really good ice cream in the middle. And it was better than the other ice cream sandwiches that I had eaten before. Good enough, almost good enough to make the trip to get to the place, but the place was a bit of a hike away from the house. But sometimes on my travels, I was within two miles of the place, within two miles of the place. And if I was within two miles of the place, I would drive the two miles to get the crap. And one time I said, you know what, damn it, I'm not going to eat this in the car. I love this sandwich so much. I want to actually just sit back and enjoy the ice cream sandwich. And this time I didn't get the small one. I got the bigger one. Yeah, it was too much. But so what? I'm a grown man. Mind your business, you bastards. I'm getting it. So I I go up to the counter and I say, hey, it's Anthony, you're back. Yes, I know what you want. <laughs> well, hey, no, 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 not that one. That one. You can get the big one? Mm-hmm. But that's twice as much. Not a problem. <laughs> and I give the money and I put it in there and I put the sandwich in the trunk. It's a little colder outside because in the car I like to keep it 70 degrees. I put the ice cream sandwich down there. I got it in the, the trunk and I'm going, ha, ha, ha. And I'm driving home. And this will show you how much I like the ice cream sandwich. You know how sometimes you're driving down the road and you got a bit of a hike to get back to your place you turn on a podcast hopefully this one you turn on the radio forget the radio turn back to this podcast or you want to listen to the news after news listen to this podcast and you're driving home and you're thinking about the thing that you're listening to which better be this podcast and you're just enjoying the process and in the back of your mind you want the ice cream you go oh yeah when i get home i'll have this ice cream sandwich well in my case it didn't matter what the hell was on the radio it was like i wish that radio would shut up so i can think about how much i'm gonna tear that ice cream sandwich up when i get home i'm gonna tear that thing up real good i'm gonna destroy that ice cream sandwich that ice cream sandwich is gonna be a begging for mercy please mr s you're devouring me too much shut up ice cream sandwich and just take it because this is what's happening i'm punishing you for being so delicious and so far away from me so i can't have three of you a week you piece of shit and now we're home oh yeah 
and I pull up to the house. Ah, and there's nobody there. Ooh, so I'm going to be able to sit there, watch YouTube videos where people are complaining about each other over stupid crap and eating my ice cream sandwich. And then I go in to take the bag out, I pick up the bag, and it does not seem to have the same consistency that it had when I picked it up from the store. What the hell's going on? I go in the house, I pop open the bag, and it had melted down. Now it wasn't an ice cream sandwich. It was a brown bag of looked like brown and white liquidy snots. It looked like something that fell out of a bird's buttocks if the bird was the size of a pterodactyl. Oh no. All that driving, all those positive thoughts, all that time I'm sitting there thinking about how much I can't wait to get my mouth wrapped around that damn ice cream sandwich. And what do I have now? Nothing. And I'm pissed the hell off. You know what I'm talking about. Now, just like my friend had the pasta pants and just like that guy that wasn't me collected all that food from different places that he wasn't supposed to eat, who definitely wasn't me. I now knew that when I was going to have that ice cream sandwich again, I needed to prepare myself. I needed to be ready for the damn ice cream sandwich, damn it. So this time I said, for those of you that are too young, that's the Mission Impossible music. And technically the Mission Impossible music is before my time. But so what, punk? Now you know, it's a spy series. Shut up. I'm going to continue with the story. So I decided, damn it, I'm never going to let that happen again. I'm never going to spend all that money on a damn delicious ice cream sandwich and not even get to eat it because when I open it up, it looks like pterodactyl droppings. Hell no. I'm going to be ready. So I go to the store and I go to the store specifically for one reason, to preserve the ice cream sandwich. And what do I do, my friends? I buy a hot and cold thermo bag and I leave it in the trunk. And it's the only thing in my trunk. The only thing in there other than the kind of stuff that you need for your car, like your tires, fix it flat and all that crap is the only thing in the trunk that isn't car related why because i'm gonna be prepared next time just like when i was with that girl and we were with a bunch of friends and she said oh yeah i told you you need to be more spontaneous i said i'll show you spontaneous and then we climbed through the window took off our clothes and i banged the crap out of her on the back of a truck like i said that was not me <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it definitely was not me that knew that she was going to say something like that and made it a point to have condoms just in case you wanted to give up some delicious buttocks. But but that's beside the point. I'm what I'm. That was definitely not me. That but. What I'm saying is the person that wasn't me made it a point to have fresh condoms in his pocket. So when his girlfriend tried to do one of those I challenge you things and that what he knew was going to lead to banging, she was saying all that crap thinking he wasn't going to be prepared. Then he whips out the condom. She smiles. He, he, he. And then he takes her to Pound City and then she takes him to Bangville. But that definitely was not me. It was someone else. Mind your business. The point is, be prepared, and I was prepared. I had the hot and cold back in the trunk, and I didn't know when I was going to go back to that place, but I knew I would, and eventually, three months later, I wound up back at the ice cream sandwich place, and I get the ice cream sandwich, and I'm sitting there looking at the ice cream sandwich, and I'm going, oh, damn it, I'm going to have to eat this now. I'm not going to get to enjoy this at home. Damn, damn, wait a second. Open up the trunk. There's the hot and cold bag that I had purchased 94 days earlier. I open it up. I throw the ice cream sandwich in the hot and cold bag. I 
close the hot and cold bag, put it back in the trunk, close the trunk, get in the car, drive home. And the whole time I'm driving a little bit faster than I'm going. Even if I get a speeding ticket, damn it, it's worth it. It's worth it. I'll take the speeding ticket just to make sure I can enjoy this delicious sandwich. Huh? Speeding tickets are $100. I will not get a speeding ticket, not even for this damn sandwich. I'm not an idiot. And I'm driving home. And the whole time there's sweat pouring down my face. Is he going to make it? Seven miles. Let me turn on the radio. In the news today, it's going to be a lot warmer. How much warmer? So much warmer that even if you have your ice cream sandwich and a hot and cold bag, the weather's going to fuck that sandwich up. Ha ha. Shut up, news guy. Click. And I start speeding up again. And I see police officers. And I'm not going that much over the speed limit, but I'm not going to go too much over the speed limit. I slow back down and I'm driving with the thing. And I got to squeeze the steering wheel and there's more sweat drumming down the force to turn the radio back on. <laughs> if you're not home with your ice cream sandwich by now, it is it is probably looking like a big bag of pterodactyl droppings. <laughs> Shut up, radio guy. Turn off the radio. Three miles. Two miles. One mile. There's that block. Pull it to the driveway. Turn off the car. Put this club on the car. Get out of the car. Wipe the sweat from my brow. Open up the trunk. Grab the hot and cold bag. Pull it toward me. I'm not even going to open it up. I, 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 I got to open up. I got to know. I got to know. Damn it. I open up the hot and cold bag. And what do I see? My ice cream sandwich is still cold. Oh, yeah. And then I go into the house. Oh, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to tear this sucker up. I'm going to demolish this sandwich. Hey, what you got there? Hey, baby. Oh, you got one of those ice cream sandwiches. Oh, fantastic. Oh, let me go get a knife. And now I have to share the ice cream sandwich. Hey, yeah, of course, baby. You can have half the ice cream sandwich, of course. Yeah. Oh, you cut it in half and your half's a little bit bigger? Oh, that's okay. That's not a problem. That's not a problem at all. You know, I like to get I like to share with you. I'm hoping that we I can salvage this with some extra banging. I'm hoping that she allows me to get some delicious buttocks. I mean not to be a pig or anything, but I didn't know I thought she wasn't gonna be back for like another hour and I'd be able to eat the damn sandwich before she got here. Oh, let me see me uh I'm hoping I can get some sex. She's smiling at the movie. Okay.
wind up with 49% of an ice cream sandwich and some extra delicious buttocks. This is great. I mean, you know, I really can't complain about this now, you know. I mean, I, I did get the big ice cream sandwich, so I, I technically had slightly more ice cream sandwich than I would have had had I got the small one. You know, because if I had gotten a small ice cream sandwich, I'd literally have half of one of the small ice cream sandwiches and some sex, which is still great. But now I actually have more ice cream sandwich than I normally would have had anyway, plus the buttocks. I really can't complain about that. No, I can't. Okay, I'm going to tell the truth. That's not exactly what happened. This is what happened. Hey, what you got there? Oh, I... Uh, Oh, you got an ice cream sandwich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Let me get some. Let me get a knife. Oh, okay, cool. That's all right. You need to cut it in half. All right. She actually did cut it exactly in half. Oh, okay, great. All right. And she eats her half of the ice cream. Oh, that's great. I eat my half of the ice cream thing. <laughs> yeah. She's sitting on the couch next to me. We're having a great time. And I'm thinking, oh, you, th you think that you think the ice cream sandwich is the only thing I'm going to tear up tonight? Oh, ho, ho. she gives me a kiss on the mouth. I'm like, yeah, yeah. She goes into the bathroom. And I'm thinking, oh, she's going to take that shower. That means a boom, boom, jiggy, boom, the boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, boom, the boom, jiggy. And she says, oh, could you do me a favor? Yeah. Hey, what's up, girl? Could you go to the oh um? Could you do me a favor? There's a bag on the on the on the table. Could you could you could you hand me the box out of that bag? Sure, no problem, girl. Ha <laughs> ha! I bet this is one of them you know them hygiene products that she's gonna prepare herself for big day. Yeah, they good to tam packs, tam tam packs, tam packs. I didn't check the calendar. Damn it! Oh, here you go. Here, here's your uh, here's your sex killing tampons. Ah, uh, what'd you say? No, no, there's a, there's a tampons. I just wanted to make sure you gave, gave me the tampons. Thank you very much. You know, I, yeah, you know, I just, uh, now um, I know you hate when I ask you to go get them, you know, so I got them myself. Yeah, yeah. It's no problem, baby. <laughs> From now on, I'm going to let her tell me to get them because then if I go get them, at least I'll know that nothing's going to happen for four and a half days to five days. But I, I wasn't paying attention to the calendar. I just didn't. <sighs> It's great. No ice cream. Yeah, half my ice cream sandwich is gone. And now I got five days of no. Uh, damn it. Now you see what I mean. Sometimes you just want to have a little bit of something to yourself. You just want to prepare yourself to have that one little thing to yourself. Oh, don't do it. And then you can't have it. It's not the only scenario where something gets messed up too, man. I mean, this is something I had. A, this is something that happened to me with a friend of mine. I was uh, we were eating at this place, and it was like a little hole in the wall place, a little greasy around the edges, but everybody liked it. And we're sitting there eating our sandwiches, and a fly lands on this dude's sandwich, right on the side of the sandwich. And I always wondered about that. You know, it's like they, you have that five second rule when you throw things on the floor, which is, of course, ridiculous. But if you have a sandwich that you've been dying for for a long period of time, you've been waiting for the sandwich, wanting the sandwich, dreaming of the sandwich, you finally get this sandwich and a fly lands on it. Do you eat the sandwich or do you cut off the chunk where the fly was and eat what's left over? 
often wondered about that. So you can get away with that in a restaurant. But what about at your what about you're at your house? What about you buy that crap? You go back to your house, you're there, you had in the places across town, it's like with the ice cream sandwich. You got the, the, the sandwich on the table and a bug lands on a part of the a part of the of the sandwich. So you cut off that part of the sandwich and eat the rest of it, or do you just say screw it and go get another sandwich? I don't know. I was thinking about that. That happened to me one time. You know, you, 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 the fly landed, one of those, those big giant flies landed right on the side of my damn sandwich. I cut off the part of the sandwich where the fly was because I saw the fly not touch the rest of the sandwich, but I cut off the part of the sandwich where the fly landed. And for some reason, I just couldn't put the damn sandwich in my mouth. I just couldn't do it. It's something to me was like, no, 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 no. Ugh. And even though I knew the fly didn't touch the rest of the sandwich, because I was looking right at it when the fly landed, I just couldn't do it. And sometimes when you when something like that happens in your mind, you start thinking about other things that have nothing to do with that. And I started thinking about, in 2017, people that come around you when you're working on something special and them being there kind of ruins it a little bit. You know, you're building something nice and you got your little sandwich there and the sandwich might be a project you're working on, might be a relationship you're working on, it might be something that's important to you and then they come and kind of land on it, right? And kind of ruin it a little bit, right? And even if you get rid of them, the fact that they were there and said that thing, did that thing, did something, kind of messes it up for you. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you, you're on a date with someone, and then they all said, oh, yeah, didn't you work at the blah, blah, blah club? But the, oh, dude, really? No, I wouldn't have known about that. Hey, yes, remember that time you were with them three girls? Dude, really? <laughs> right? And that was before, I mean, it was happened before you met the girl, or it happened before she met you, or whatever, some kind of weird thing that is not important. If they didn't tell you and you found out about it later, you wouldn't have cared about it, but you don't want to hear about it now. I had a girlfriend one time when she was mad at me. She was staying at my place. She literally left. It was like a picture of an old boyfriend. And she kind of left it on my dining room table. And I'm like, why are you carrying around a picture of this dude? What the, you know? You know, well, that was the day I graduated from college. And, you know, I was really happy. So that's the only picture you got graduating from college? The only picture is you hugged up on some dude? Well, he was my college boyfriend. So I, I know you for a fact. You, you're a photographer. You have ni- nine million pictures. There's other pictures. You don't have any pictures of you with your dad, with your sisters. You know what I'm saying? This is the one you're carrying around. Come on, I'm not an idiot. Now, had I not seen that picture, it wouldn't have been a big deal, right? If we had been married for ten years and that picture was in the back of the closet, I wouldn't have given a crap. But this was in a new part of the relationship. The sandwich had just gotten to the table. I was just digging into the sandwich. I just had one little bite of the sandwich. It was delicious. And I was like, yes, I'm going to make a meal out of the sandwich. Fly lands on it. What was the fly? A picture of her sauce smooched up with some dude. And she kept the picture and was on my dining room table. Oh, come on. Sometimes that thing lands on your sandwich and messes up the sandwich. Even if you get rid of it, if she apologizes, I'm sorry, it's not really about him. And you're not going to break with her, up with her over the picture. You're not going to throw the sandwich in the trash because a fly landed on the corner. 
but you know you kind of chop that corner off the sandwich like i kind of chopped that corner off of the sandwich i chopped that part off and i threw away the she had her boy the ex-boyfriend picture still i threw that part away because this guy's long gone he ain't even in the same side of the country we're on and even if he was he ain't me it doesn't really matter but still it annoyed me and i said all right we'll forget about it but you didn't forget about it the same way if you cut that piece of the sandwich off there's still something in your mind that says that's a fly sandwich fly sandwich fly sandwich <laughs> right and there was something about me that says she, she, she always got to hold on to other dudes, hold on to other dudes, hold on to other dudes. I can't take it. And it's not the same sandwich anymore. It's not the same sandwich anymore. And I thought about that. And like I said, I don't know why those that, that thought came into my mind when I was thinking about a sandwich. But if you really think about it, that's kind of what happens when you're building something nice and something important to you. And then somebody comes along and says some crap, does some crap, gives you these some of the every time you mention the thing that's important to you, they always got this stupid facial expression on their face. They're always putting it down. They're asking things of you to let you know that they don't even remember that at a specific time you do the specific thing that they should know was important to you. And it just kind of drags you down, you know. And even though they apologize, even though they cut off that little piece of the sandwich where the fly landed, still, even though the sandwich is still delicious, still, all you can think about is a little piece that got cut off by the person doing or saying the dumb thing that the person did or said. And it's frustrating and it's a pain in the ass. Now, what I've learned to do now is to put my sandwich places where there are no flies right and if you put your sandwich places where there are no flies you're in good shape my friend right i'm at the point now where there are certain things that i'm doing podcast wise and career wise there are certain people that are around me friendship wise that even though i dig them for the most part i don't tell people everything because i don't want to hear any crap i don't want to hear it you know, you don't want to like when I should do when I started doing comedy. You, I'd, I'd have relatives and friends go, "Oh, you're gonna go to that little place and do your little skits." I'm going little little place to do little skits. At the time, I was doing comedy around seven years professionally. It was what I did for a living. I had been on television. I had been on radio. I had been on the cover of of, a, of newspapers. Right. I knew there were going to be 300 and something people in the club that, you know, and little skits in the little place. Right now, technically, that's not supposed to, that's not that big of a deal. I could look at my resume, at the, you know, and go, hey, I've accomplished some things in a short amount of time. And I'm, I'm highly thought of where I am. This is pretty cool. But then your girlfriend or someone close to you calls it the little place with the little skits. And you see the fly walking around the side of the little side of your sandwich. And you go, yeah, well, even though she said that, she still, I still love her. And also, I like banging her. So I'm going to, uh, she says it again. And then you put another sandwich down and another fly lands on it. And another sandwich down and another fly lands on it. And another sandwich down and another fly lands on it. And after a while, there's so many flies around that when you put your sandwich down, they Jump on it, and there's 9,000 flies jumping on your sandwich like it's a pile of crap. And you realize you can't have these people around your sandwich anymore. You got to be where the flies aren't. And that's what I've decided to do in 2017. 
I've got a delicious sandwich that I'm building right now. And I can't wait till I'm finished building it so I can sit down and eat it. But I ain't going to let any flies land on it. So that's what I would say to you, my friends. I know there are things that are important to you. It could be something small. could be something big. But it's important to you. It's your delicious sandwich. And the flies are coming. And it's up to you to put your sandwich where the flies aren't. You dig? Or put your sandwich wherever you want. And when the fly shows up, swat the bastards. But but you don't want to do that because swatting bastards is, you know, this is the Langean jail. And, and you don't want to do that, you know. Because then if you're in jail, a bunch of dudes will make you their delicious sandwich. And I don't think you want to be anybody's sandwiches, you know, because, you know, that that's not good. It's not fun. You don't, you don't want that to happen. Teehee. <laughs> Segment over. All right, guys, I'm just this. These are just things that have ever uh, that have happened to me that have amused me and tickled the crap out of me on occasion. You know, because sometimes when people hear your voice, they have a, a different picture of who, who of who you are than who you actually are. You know, sometimes people will hear my voice and not know exactly what person is going to show up. I remember it was a time I was going for a writing job and I was a very young man. And I wrote the script and I knew that I found that about the uh, I found that about the script that I needed the script and. And I found it about it late and I wrote the script and the lady's on the phone. She reads the script. Oh, this is the great. Oh, hey, you. I'm not a, I'm not a writer per se. I mean, I'm not, I have no real interest in doing that, but the thing is I figured I'd take an opportunity. I mean, it was an opportunity at a job. So why not? And, um, I get, and I had to do it really quickly. And she was, Oh, this, this is pretty good. This, that, that. Oh man. I said, well, I wrote it. To, when, when did you write this? Uh, uh, yesterday you wrote this whole thing yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I figured it, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't have admitted that, but she's going, Oh my God, if you wrote this in one day, baby, 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 I show up and she heard my voice over the phone. And at the time I'm, I'm living in LA. I, I you know, I don't even have a car. You know, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I, I mean, my clothes, are, I mean, I look pretty good, but it was obvious I didn't have any money. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't like gross or t- dirty clothes or anything, but it was apparent you could, you could, you could look at somebody and go, okay, it's a nice person, but that person has no money. And it was very obvious that I, I was well put together, you know, but I didn't have any money. So I wasn't, uh, they, I know she was expecting, hey ladies, excuse me while I take off my $900 suit coat. Oh yeah, ha ha! Billy D. Williams, Colt forty-five. Oh, jiggity boom! Ah, oh yes, I'm six four. Boom, jiggity boom, boom, jiggity. That's what she was expecting, and she sees this five foot eight and change dude who's you know, who's got decent clothes on, but obviously doesn't have any money. And the same person was like, "You're the greatest, you're incredible!" Oh my God! He's <laughs> like, "Die, scum bastard, die!" <laughs> It's like literally, she's like, he's here, he's here, fantastic. Here, let's be come out there and meet him. And are you out there? Hey, I'm out here right now. Oh, that's gonna be great. She comes to hi and they die, bastard. <laughs> right? 
Now, at that time, when I was younger, when that happened, when you see that look on the lady's face, like, you're not what I expected, die bastard. It kind of hurts your feelings. It hurt my feelings back then because it was like, I always, I was already feeling a little self-conscious because everybody there was dressed in virtually the same way that I was dressed. But it was very obvious that their shoes and clothes did not come from the same place that my shoes and clothes came from, okay? And I'm pretty sure none of those guys caught the bus to get there, okay? You know, so... That hurt my feelings, you know, and it began, and then she started making excuses. Well, you know, basically, if I looked the way she thought I was going to look, if I was Johnny Smooth, I would have had that job in four minutes. But because I was just some dopey kid and, and you know, it was like, die, scum. <laughs> right. So the bus ride home, which was a long ride was humiliating you know she was so encouraging and they were so encouraging on the phone and the people i talked to were so busy you know you're this you're that oh we can't wait to work with you this that there was so much of that crap that i'm literally going from a few days before not even thinking about it to two days later thinking oh god it's actually going to happen so i'm telling everybody oh man it's a good chance i'm pretty sure that 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 that." and now i gotta take this long ass ride home and anticipate having to tell people who i just was telling all this great stuff was going to happen and now i'm on the bus and as i get closer to my home i'm thinking oh now at the time cell phones existed but they were only for people that had lots and lots of money even worse than they even way worse than even now when the phones cost seven eight hundred dollars i mean it was worse back then i'm like oh people were still using pagers back then and i'm on the bus oh god and i'm riding and riding and i gotta go back to my house you know i gotta call my girlfriend and i know her she's probably already called everybody and you know and, and it's like oh she's got a bunch of phone calls she's got to make you know, oh, I'm glad I didn't say anything to my family back home because this would have been even worse. I was going to wait until it actually happened, which is what I should have done with everyone else. Should have waited until it actually happened, until I actually signed some papers, which is the kind of thing I would do now. I don't say anything. I don't tell anybody anything I'm doing until I got papers signed. And then I say, by the way, this happened. Right. And I'm riding the bus home. And all I could think about was the mm, die bastard look on her face. <laughs> And as an older guy now, it's kind of hard to hurt my feelings now because I just don't give a crap what people think for the most part. Um, I I still I still, <laughs> I just almost it's like as bad as it as bad as I was hurt, my feelings were hurt. There's a part of me that now would look at my old self, knowing it was me, and it's okay to laugh at yourself, and would just walk up to my to walk up to young me and go, dude, it's gonna be fine. It's going to be fine. I already know there's certain things that are going to happen about two years from now that are going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Let's be honest. Would you really want to work with somebody that thinks that lowly of human beings because they don't have the nicest of clothes, even though your clothes are new, but they're not as nice as everyone else's clothes? And even though you had to ride the bus and these people are all driving nice cars, they at some point, unless they were born into a rich family, they at some point had to ride the bus or go through certain things. And there's no reason for somebody to look down on you and treat you like crap because of that. So don't worry about it, kid. Don't worry about it. Right. So I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> right? So I'm laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing at myself in my mind now. But back then it was horrible. Now the thing is, sometimes those things happen to me even now. Because like I said, I'm 48 years old. I have a baby face. 
if you run into me and I have my head shaved and my face shaved, I don't look anywhere near as old as I am, which is why young women actually fur with me because they don't realize I'm like 20 years older than they are. But then again, they find out how old I am and they go, it doesn't matter, you're a delicious chocolate man and bang me anyway. <laughs> it's happened before. Yes, it has. Shut up. So anyway, <laughs> but it happened to me a few other times. Like I have white hair on my head when I have, uh, and I've had white hair since I was in my 20s. It was sprinkles of it, but now my hair is, there's, there's, a, there's still more black than white, but there's enough white in my hair where you can't miss it and definitely on my face, okay? But when I, like I said, when I shave my head and face it, I look a lot younger. So I, I'm, so, but I don't care anymore, you know? So I, so it, when, the, when the winter came around, I just let the hair stay on my head and I didn't shave my face. What difference does it make? I ain't trying to impress anybody. What the hell do I care? So I go to this place that I had been before a few months earlier and there was a young lady there and, and you know, you do that practice flirting where you're not really going to pursue the person, but you look forward to flirting with them anyway. You're never going to do anything with them. You're not going to do it, but you just look forward to the, to the free flirting practice that you're going to do. Well, that's what this was. Right, so I'm going back there. I said, "Oh, let me get let me do some flirting with the pretty, uh, the pretty young lady at thing." She always, I always wait until she initiates the flirting. I, I do a little more polite flirting, and then I go about my way, floating off like, "Yes, I still got it." <laughs> right, but I go back in there, and I have my. I, this time it's been a little while, so I got white hair on my head. I got white hair on my face. I got my sunglasses on, and I walk in there, and I have had my hair, I have not shaved in a while, so I keep forgetting what I look like. I keep forgetting that I look like an older, older guy with the white hair on my face and the head, because I'm, I am still remember what I, I know what I look like when my, I'm clean shaven. So I go up to the thing there, and I'm preparing for the, hey, you're gay, cutie, hey, this sweetie, beanie, whoop, 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 and I'm about to buy my customary dollar slice of pizza, which I did, which I I buy 50% because I want the dollar slice of pizza and 50% because I want the hot woman to tell me how cute I am and floopty, 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 and flirt and flirt and flirt, right? Like I said, I'm not going to do anything with her, but I, I want to hear, I like when an attractive woman tell me I'm cute. Call me crazy. So I walk up there and I'm going to have my little half smile and my kid comes apart where I ask for the slice of pizza. Uh-huh. And she says, hey, sweetie, <laughs> hey, you looking cute, nice dimples, this, that, and the other things. <laughs> and she doesn't recognize me. She doesn't recognize me at all. And why would she recognize me? She sees Mr. Youthful Face and then all of a sudden she sees Uncle Ben from Uncle Ben's Rice show up. All right. She sees Frederick Douglass show up there. And, <laughs> you know. And I, I asked for the slice of pizza, and, and and she doesn't even. It's because now it's like, yes, old bastard, die, scum, die, bye, bastard, die. What mm, old bastard, die, scum, die. You know, and it's like just dismissive and and kind of rude and kind of curt. And I'm thinking, well, maybe something's going on behind the business. Maybe she, okay, obviously she doesn't know it's me. But here's the thing: maybe something is going on behind the scenes. Maybe her. Maybe the store manager has been rude to her. Maybe a bunch of customers have been rude to her. I don't know what it is, but she's not behaving the way she normally behaves. She's not doing it the way she normally does. And, you know, so it's not a big deal. I'm not going to take it personally. It's not a big deal. Next customer comes up while she's heating up my pizza. Excuse me, ma'am. I was like, yes, hey, sweetness, charming, engaging conversation, friendliness, human contact, actual eye contact, ah, talking, enjoying another person's company, acting like they're a human being, acting like they exist. And then she gives me my pizza. She says, excuse me, sir. Okay, let me talk to this old bastard who needs to die. 
Yes, scum die bastard. Um, listen, I'm gonna take your little punk ass piece of pizza in the back. I'm gonna go in the back and put some oregano and some uh, garlic on it. Now you're gonna hear the sound of a bunch of us back there spitting on it, but I want to let you. <laughs> but I want to let you know that it's just uh, it's just a machine that sounds like us spitting. Um, the machine also sounds like us saying "f that old guy. He ain't nothing. He's ugly. Old bastard die. It's puff 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 with us spitting." But like, once again, it's just the the machine that sounds like that. What pizza machine sounds like? 520 something women spitting on pizza and saying die old man i mean i i'm not understanding you well you know it's the new technology i mean i don't expect someone from your generation to understand it okay you and they think and i get my pizza now she didn't spit on it i don't think and then i leave and I'm thinking, okay, maybe she's had a bad day. Maybe she's had a bad day. There's really no reason for me to take it personally. I don't know. And I go back the next day, and she goes, hello, you're back, huh, die bastard? And it's the same rude treatment again, right? And then I come back after I shaved my face and head. Hey, you haven't been here in a while. And cuteness, me, flirty, flirty, you cutie, cutie, cutie. Dimples, cuteness, kiki, too. And she's all in my damn face again. But now it doesn't feel so good that she's flirting anymore. Not because I'm not cute, because <laughs> I am. And not because I'm a sweetie beady, because <laughs> once again, guilty. But because now I know what she's really like. If she had not known, if she had not known it was me, and then I walked up, instead of flirting, because she, she would immediately see the white hair and thinks old guy, she was like, hey, sir, how's it going? And she was nice and cute and everything. I would have then revealed myself. It's me. Why were you doing all that white hair on your head? Oh, my God. Or I would have been smart enough to go, I don't want her to see this shit, and got the hell out of there. <laughs> right? But the thing was, I was just so disappointed because she showed me what her real personality was like. And I was just disappointed, man. And then when I went back in there with my head shaved and she was all sweetie, beady, cutie, beady, 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 flirty, flirty, flirty. I didn't even want to flirt with her anymore. It's like, how I don't want to flirt with somebody who was that mean to somebody. Right? Same day, back with the hair on my head. I go to this Taco Bell. <clears throat> And she hears my voice over the machine. Hi, welcome to Taco Bell. What can we help you with? Well, I'd like to have a bloop de bloop, a whoop de whoop de bloop de bloop, and a bloop de bloop. Oh, well, gracious, good day to you. <laughs> Coming around to you. I turn the corner and it's like, hey, die bastard. <laughs> Now, granted, they didn't say die bastard or anything like that, but it went from tee to I'm going to say the exact minimum amount of words I have to say. I'm going to keep this very, very professional. No eye contact whatsoever. And I am laughing in this car. I am laughing hysterically in the car at this treatment. I'm li- I mean, I'm literally laughing hysterically in the car at the way she's she's treating me. I'm, I'm, I am cracking up. And they're looking at me trying to figure out why I'm laughing. I didn't say I'm laughing at you because I know when I come back with my head shaved, my face shaved, you're going to treat me differently. I know that. They don't know that. I said, you know what? I don't even want anything from Taco Bell, but I'm going to go back from Taco Bell and I want to see if they treat me differently. Go to the thing. Hey, have a gracious day. Hey, what's going on? I come around the corner. Now I come around. I don't have the white hair on my head and my white hair on my face. And I was like, hey, what's going on? It's a great day. It's not... I'm going. 
Then I started laughing hysterically again. Why? Because it was almost like being Superman and I was Clark Kent. I was Clark Kent when I had the gray hair on my head and my face. And then I came back and I'm freaking Superman with the damn, um, with, with the hair off my face. You know, you know, it's really great to be here. Uh, I wonder what's going on. Wait a minute. There's a hot woman over there who wants to engage someone in conversation and flirt with them and tell them how cute their nipples are. Th- not nipples. Their dimples are. Well, hold on for a minute. I don't know if there's anyone like that around here. I'm, I'm, excuse me, I'm going to walk around the corner to this bathroom. Razor, shaving, wash my face, come back out, hair off my face, hair off my head, walk out. I'm here now, young lady. That's right, you have someone to flirt with. Hello. Hi, I really needed someone to talk to and tell them that they're cute. Well, I'm right here. S-man. I can leap over people's disgusting personalities in a single bound. And disguised as a 48-year-old guy with white hair, I go into the bathroom, shave my head and face, and come back out as the S-Man. Young lady, proceed to flirt with the middle-aged man and tell them, me in this case, that he's cute. And then as I walk away, tell one of your equally attractive 20-something friends uh, that even though I'm kind of old, I could still, quote, get it. And then your friend will say, you know what? He is kind of cute with those dimples and his little cute self and those sunglasses. You know what? You're right. He's kind of old, but that old guy could still get this. And then I'll walk away as you look at my ass. (laughs) Oh God, because that's what happened. The day before, ah, the die bastard scum by. And then all of a sudden, I come back my regular self. He's kind of old, but he can still get it. <laughs> oh, man. It was like being Clark Kent. And I came back as S-Man. You know. So I would just say to people, you know, it, it's, it's really weird when you find out exactly who someone is. And you find out they're not exactly who you thought they were. You know, and then, and the thing about it, like I said, it didn't really bother me that much as an older guy. It bothered me, like I said, as a younger guy, it bothered me. As an older guy, it doesn't bother me too much. It just disappointed me, man, because as when you be when you when you're an older guy, when you're an older guy, flirting means a lot more than it is when you're a younger guy. When you're a younger guy, you're just flirting because you want to get it on. When you're an older guy, if you flirt as an older guy with someone. They want to they, they they take that crap very seriously. Either they're not interested at all or they're already going, look, um, we've been on two dates. You need to knock me up now, damn it. I ain't got time for any crap. Well but this is this is still actually in the middle of the second date. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put it in and have to just knock me up now, damn it. I don't have time to mess around. I wanted to have kids before and you have to, you better just put that in there and knock me the hell up. But, but, but couldn't you just get to, to know each other? I ain't got time to get to know you. Do you have any diseases? No. Are you in good health? Yeah. All right. You have all your teeth? Yep. You got a job? Yeah. Are you crazy? No. Your marriage material. Now, just we will get married later. Just put it in and knock me up. And then did, did, that's it. 
<laughs> so that's why you love those opportunities to flirt with the young 20-somethings because you know it's not going to go anywhere and you can just enjoy the flirting. And they're not sitting there trying to, you know, and even if somehow you wind up dating them, they're not trying to get pregnant. But I'm not going to date anybody that young. I'll bang them, though. <laughs> of course, I, I, I would not do that. That's, you know, even though it's it's it's, it's legal for me to do something, to, to, to jump on top of 28 and 29 and 25-year-olds, I'm not the kind of guy that would do that unless they let me. <laughs> Don't judge me. But it was weird, though. You say it was weird. It's like being undercover, undercover. You know, to find out, and I found out that my flirting partner wasn't as nice a person as I thought they were, and it disappointed me. You know, and I went back there, and I saw her there, and I knew she waved at me, and I was like, "Dang, man, you're not as nice a person as I thought you were." And, you know, I, I like to do the little playful twice a week flirty thing but well you know now that I know what your real personality is like I I don't know and I was about to turn around and walk away and then I got her then I turned back around and looked at her again and I went she's fucking hot and I walked over and flirted with her. What do you think? I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't care what a personality's like. It's not like I'm dating her or something. If she was a person I was going to actually have a relationship with, of course, the most important thing is the kind of human being she is. And since I'm never going to get it on with her and I'm never going to date with her, I'm just going to take my free flirts with the hot 20 something who thinks I'm cute. Does that make me shallow? I don't care. Shut up, punks. If a hot woman was flirting with you all the time, even though you knew you weren't going to be able to do with her, anything with her, would you take the flirting? That's all I I can get and I'm gonna take it. Shut your mouths, punks. Don't judge me, you bastards. I'm taking my free flirts. How dare you? <laughs> so that's the uh that's the thing that happened to me most recently. Free flirts. And I took them. And the next time I go to that store, I'm taking more of them. Yeah, that's right. Segment over. Well, folks, this has been this episode of the S. Anthony Says podcast, episode number 248. I want to thank you guys very, very much for everything that you do. I want to thank you guys for coming back. Uh, I really do hope you had a wonderful holiday, even though I did say happy holidays to you after Christmas. But I'm hoping that you, you had a happy new year. Hope you hope you got drunk and were around people that wouldn't do weird crap to you when you were drunk. You know, hoping when you woke up this morning, you didn't have like a penis drawn on your forehead. Uh, or worse, have some dude actually have his penis on your forehead because you slept in an awkward position. I hope you woke up where you're supposed to wake up. I hope you didn't find your car covered in vomit because you made the mistake of parking outside of a popular sports bar. I hope everything worked out for you, and I hope that you have a, had a wonderful a holiday, and I hope the best for you for 2017 and going forward. Folks, I just want to say, uh, you want to contact yours truly, the email address for this show is talktosanthony at gmail.com. The social media for me personally is at Thomas on Twitter. The Twitter for this show is at says. Uh, I'm also, of course, on Instagram. Surprisingly enough, S. Anthony Thomas. Um, you can hear this show on TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, 
iTunes, Google Play Store, iHeartRadio, and the home base is santhonysays.podbean.com. And uh, I just want to say thanks, man. I mean, you guys have been really, really cool to me over this time. This is the beginning of a new season of the S. Anthony Says podcast because my new seasons start on January 1st. Granted, I don't take any hiatus, nor do I take any breaks off. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. So much love to you all. And I want to say um, it doesn't really matter to me where you listen to me. It doesn't matter if you're listening to me when you're on a, on a riding mower, where you're walking down the streets on a treadmill. Thank you very much for allowing me into your earbuds, into your heads, into your hearts. Thank you for everything. Much love to you all. And I'm going to say goodbye to you the way I say goodbye every time. And I want you to say it with me because you know how I do it on the count of three. One, two, three, S. Anthony out. Go.